near and yet so far, and so much to be proud of at the Rugby World Cup. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union Podcast. Best way to lift the squad after their disappointment in the World Cup semi-final is Ford's coach Robbie McBride. And we had a fantastic welcome when we came back to the hotel. We were welcomed to a sea of red, all applauding uh, the players back into the hotel, you know. Michael Corellia D says they'll be better for their World Cup experiences. Put in a massive shift on the weekend, it was a physical encounter, but it's what you dream about really, isn't it? playing the, the best teams in the world, and I know all the boys are going to be excited to play the All Blacks on Friday. Well, Sevens player Kaylee Powell's hoping for a first 15s cap in the Women's Autumn Series. I think it's going to be a massive difference between playing on the Sevens in the Commonwealth Games and playing in the 15s environment now. It's a completely different game, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. Wales women start their Autumn Series away in Spain this Sunday. More coming up, but we'll start in Yokohama. So near, and yet so far in that semi-final against South Africa. It's been a tough few weeks for forwards coach Robin McBride following the passing of his mother, Diana. First, he reflected on the defeat against the Springboks. Well, obviously, initially the big disappointment of uh, being so close to making it to the final. But it's gone, you know, it's, that's done. So we've just got to focus on the next game. We've been together for five months, so it's an opportunity to go out there and show what we've been working on, you know. And uh, it's the last game of the World Cup, playing against the All Blacks. It's a fantastic opportunity to go out there and uh, just enjoy it, you know. There's no pressure on, on either side, so hopefully we can play with that freedom and that allows you nothing to lose, just allows you to do that. So um, obviously New Zealand is going to be a very uh, dangerous team because of that as well. However, we've just got to enter into the uh, the spirit of the occasion and go out there and make it a great game. Well, Captain mentioned afterwards that was your message in the changing room straight afterwards. It's the last week with you as a coaching group. You've been together a long time. How do you think it's going to be? Yeah, well, I hope that that will be the case, you know, that um, without the pressure of having to win, that they go out there and enjoy it. Once every four years, the World Cup comes around and you've just got to make the most of it. You know, I said to the players, I said, nothing comes close to playing and not even coaching. When you've got the opportunity to go out there and play, I just think it's a fantastic uh, occasion, you know, just embrace it. Not everybody gets to stand opposite the hacker for the start and to test yourself against one of the best teams in the world. It's an end of an era for this coaching team, you're all going to set the world. <coughs> What's it been like, you know, and what will it be like for not coming to work with the guys that you've been so used to in the last 12 years? Yeah, you know, unfortunately it's been a bit different right from uh, the word go really when, when Rob went. So it's been a little bit different with that regard, but I just hope that the boys go out there and just show what they can do. The game against South Africa was a tense affair, quite a tight game really. I think it'll be complete opposite on uh, Friday night. Two teams going out there and, and wanted to show their skills. So hopefully it'll be a good advert for rugby as well. Um, and we've had a fantastic time in Japan. Obviously people will be turning up to watch that game, just hoping to, to see some great tries. Just to touch on earlier, it's been a difficult few weeks for you. How, how have you coped and how was the squad that allowed you, helped you cope with that? What, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I've been, I'm surrounded with strong women in my life, both my wife, uh, my sisters. So, um, yeah, it's with their support I've been able to uh, stay out here and just focus on uh, on the work. And obviously the, the players and management out here have made it, made it a lot easier for me as well. So, um, yeah, difficult time, but, you know, I've been able to enjoy it as well. How have you managed to get over the disappointment of Sunday night? Obviously, it's, it's, it's a very, you know, it's a big come down after five months together. Did everybody come together in the team room afterwards or...? Everyone's doing it separately, how, how did it go? 
brief chat in the in the changing rooms. Obviously, we came back to the hotel as a group, and we had a fantastic welcome when we came back to the hotel. Obviously, there's a number of family members already out here supporting the the players. We were welcomed to a sea of red, all applauding uh, the players back into the hotel. You know, so I think it's good for the players to see that. Obviously, we're in a bubble over here in Japan, but the number of messages we've had saying that the nation's still proud of what we've achieved and obviously disappointment is there but um, we, we've just got to get rid of that now and you know focus on Friday and make sure that we finish the job in, with regards to you know do ourselves justice and play to the best of that we can possibly. What have you made of, of the little bit of criticism that's come the team's way in terms of could they have played a little bit more expansively at times it seems to be the view of some people. Don't really read anything didn't matter. Anything outside of uh, our camp really doesn't matter because they don't know what's going on. You know, so yeah, that's for the people to discuss. It's obviously Warren's last game. Could you sort of up the last 12 years what he's done for Well, there's always an expectancy and that comes with obviously the record that Warren he did have before arriving in Wales and since he's just improved on that record. So um, I think any team who faces a team that's coached by Warren Gatland, they know it's going to be a tough tough challenge. Any player who's been under uh, Warren, the values are there, they've been consistent, constant right from the word go, you know, your family, hard work. So there's an expectancy, you know, and the environment that he's created over the last 12 years, you've seen players flourish and really grow in that environment. You know, everybody's asking, well, what's the legacy, what are you leaving behind, etc. Well, there's no better legacy than the players that have been left behind, the players who are here now, the players who are going to be here in another eight years, another World Cup, etc. Those players, the experience that they've had rubbing shoulders with some of these players, that's the legacy, really. They know how to win. These players know how to win. You know, it's testament to Warren, really, and, you know, the other coaches that he brought with him and just the environment, uh, the backroom staff. Everything that they've been able to create, these players have been given the best opportunity possible. You know, a no-excuse sort of environment, no way out. And that expectancy, that pressure is always there to win. And that's that his mentality, Warren's mentality, is just fed down to everybody. You know, there's an expectancy. Regardless of who we play in, there's an expectancy to go out there and win and perform. And of course, everyone's condolences and best wishes go with Robin and his family. Back to the rugby and for hooker Elliot D. This World Cup experience is something to learn from, despite the post-match feelings after the South Africa game. There's obviously still a lot of disappointment. Team room's a bit quiet, as, as you would expect, but the boys are realising now that obviously it's... We're going to be disappointed, but we've got a big challenge on the weekend and we've got to sort of turn some disappointment into some fire for performance on the weekend. How do you reflect on that game now? Well, everyone see the game, we, we were right in it till the end. There's always a sort of belief in this team that we are going to win. I don't think anyone expected to, we were going to lose, even even though it was such a tight game. Just got in that sort of last five minutes, seeing that penalty go over and not being able to get a field position, get back down their, their end of the field and snatch it from them, really. So after one day and then you've got New Zealand five days later, how much of a test that's going to be? Yeah, it's obviously going to be a, a big test. The boys obviously put in a massive shift on the weekend. It was a physical encounter. But it's what you dream about, really, and playing the, the best teams in the world. And I know all the boys are going to be excited to play the All Blacks on Friday. How have you enjoyed your first World Cup? Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, sort of qu- quite surreal. Um, if you'd have asked me two or three seasons ago, I'd, I would never have thought I'd be out in Japan playing in a World Cup, and it's something uh, I'm really proud of, and I've really enjoyed the experience. It's been a sort of a long five months, and 
we've all sort of grown tight together and over the last sort of 18 months really, two years, the team's come really tight and it's just a really enjoyable environment to be in. To play against the All Blacks, a team I've never played against to start again, that would be massive. Whatever sort of game time I get, I'm really comfortable with that now with my role in the team and I'm just enjoying it. It wasn't the result you wanted the other day, but how much of an experience is it going to be for you and a lot of the other young forwards in the squad here to moving forwards? Yeah, it's massive. It's all about sort of learning. I messaged a few people after the game, replied to a few messages, and obviously we're we're extremely gutted not to not to be through to the final. Something we fully expected to to do to be in our World Cup final, playing England, but. It's all about learning as well, and there's massive learnings we we can take. Uh, there's a lot of young young boys in the squad who sort of is first experience of that sort of a game of that sort of magnitude, and it's just I think we'll be better for it. Determined to send Warren out with a with a good result, obviously his last game. Yeah, obviously it's going to be uh, an emotional night for coaches and players. There's a lot of players who've only sort of been coached by Warren and the and the rest of the staff since they've been in the squad. It's massive. We owe a lot to Warren and the coaches and we really want to put down a performance on the weekend and, and send them off well. Can you just talk a bit about what Warren's done for yourself? Obviously, he's handed you a test debut and guided you through. Can you just talk about how he's benefited you perhaps? Oh, massively. Um, it's all about getting a chance really and Warren was a guy who gave me a chance and sort of put some belief into me and I think that's what rugby's about. Get a bit of confidence and you know someone believes in you and um, you feel comfortable in the environment and I can only thank him for that. It's obviously my dream to play for Wales and something I dreamed about as a kid growing up and he was the guy who gave me that, that shot so I'll always be really grateful and I think he's a great guy and just massive for me really. After that match, the disappointment was clear in the voice of centre Jonathan Davis. Yeah, look, it, congratulations to Africa. Yeah, as a squad, we're hurting right now. It's um, it's a tough one to take, and um, yeah, uh, as yeah. ultimately, was the difference maybe just the strength they had in the forwards and the, what they had coming off the bench. Oh, I don't know. Look, you know, a couple of errors from our part in the first half. Gave him field position, and you know they are strong up front. A couple of decisions, you know, didn't go our way. But uh, the effort we put in, maybe we just needed to be a little bit more accurate with the ball. But um, yeah, this is one of those games. It's on fine margins. What was the messages from Warren and how they went afterwards? Obviously, there's a lot hurt. Uh, look, you know, I think Gat like said he, you know, can't fault the effort, the hard work we put in. Everyone's hurting right now, but I think there was a focus to. Shift our focus now to you know the game coming up. You know there's a chance for us to get some a medal from this tournament, um, and I think what the, this group has done and achieved it it warrants now for us to come together and make sure that we give our all in this last week. When you got back to 16, was there was there real belief with the try? Yeah, look, we, we felt that we were in that arm wrestle all game. It was a tight test match. It wasn't a, a free-flowing game. It was an arm wrestle. And I think, um, you know, there was an opportunity where the ball went out and it was deemed it didn't go out. And fine margins like that cost us territory and field position. And South Africa took advantage of that. Do you want to a real determination now Warren's last game? Like you said, to take to take something from us, it's not the medal you want, but Yeah, look I think it's it's our last game as 
as a 31, you know, as well. You know, this is the staff as well. This squad will never be together ever again. I'm sure this determination now will change to really going out there and, you know, still creating a bit of history on our part. We still have the chance to get a medal of this. They do. Outside half down bigger also reflected on their feelings after the game. Yeah, pretty disappointed overall. I think at sort of whatever it was, 50 minute mark, I think we, you know, the game, the game's gone exactly as we sort of planned it really in terms of we knew that there was going to be a lot of kicking involved. We knew that both teams didn't want to sort of cough up possession in their own half cheaply. And um, yeah, I, th- I think just the general emotion is, is pretty disappointed. And um, to lose a game, you know, to lose a semi-final is tough enough anyway, but probably the, the way that it, it, it panned out was, was, was probably tough to take. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things we've been on a really good run and uh, uh, we just couldn't get over the line today. The difference that potentially the, you know, the giant forwards and when they hit the bench? Yeah, I mean, we're fully aware that that's the type of game they play and their nine was excellent as well in terms of marshalling them around the field, wasn't he? And, um, yeah, just you know when you come up against them, you, the, the mauling game is, is big and I think, I think two or three of their penalties at goal came from infringements and from their driving line-outs. So it was, it was a big weapon for them and, and obviously when they unload some big boys off the bench. But, you know, at 70 minutes, we're, we're in a good position of the game and, you know, we just get turned over and, and then all of a sudden they kick to the 22 and just in a, in a moment the game changes and then obviously we're chasing the game a little bit and just massively got it. That, that was a big moment in terms of the, the, the momentum of the game and I think if we'd had our time back we, we may have done things a little bit different but ultimately I think we've got to hold our heads up you know, we've, we've had a, a really good run we've loved the country, the, the, the tournament's been unbelievable and you know we've got to pick ourselves up now in a, in a very short period and, and go again on against a, a disappointed All Blacks team so no bigger challenge You would want a winner's medal but do you want to take something from this? In the oh, third place? Well absolutely yeah I mean not just third place, but you know it's a huge, huge carrot is to try and beat the All Blacks as well. Something that we haven't done, so it's that's something which we've got to focus and switch our attention to. Probably now, it's um, obviously the winners' medal was the first thing that we wanted, but now we can't get that. I think we've got to aim for for a big performance on Friday and um, and leave everything out there and, and hopefully uh, create some a little bit of history. Not the history we probably would wanted, but we, we've got to sort of put ourselves in a positive frame of mind now. You feel like a warrant to get out as well, win over the All Blacks. Yeah, it'd be nice for the nice way for the players to go out as well. We're the ones who haven't sort of got the victories against New Zealand, and um, we're the ones who've come off the field battered and bruised against them quite often. So it'd be nice for nice for everyone really to get a victory. A lot of good people around in the squad, and um, it'd be nice, to, I suppose, a, a nice way to finish for for everyone if we can finish on a high. Because obviously today's a pretty disappointing day in in everything. Down to that, any regrets at all about how it turned out? Awesome result, but the way um, it's always easy standing here now probably to say yes uh, there's, there's obviously certain things we probably could have done better and but I, I just think the game went exactly as as we expected it to we knew that there was going to be a lot of kicking we knew that South Africa were going to try and dominate up front and use the territory game and you know I think both teams didn't want to get caught in their own in their own half coughing up possession cheaply or I think the way the game started was the way it was going to go it was going to be tight probably you know shots of goal were going to be key and, and maybe one one try game so I think probably just maybe the way you you know we're, we're probably disappointed to cough up possession on their 40 metre line and, and then they obviously kick the ball down and, and get pick up a penalty from that so probably you know if you have your time again we'd, we'd like to have that back but um, ultimately I don't think we can have any regrets in the tournament we've you know we've come through a tough pool topped it this is the route we would have wanted to have taken towards the final it didn't quite happen today but I'm sure that in 
in sort of the, in the next few days we'll, we'll look at things and see where we could get better what we did well and um, I think overriding motion at the minute is probably just disappointment and it's, it's difficult to look at too much detail in, in things at the moment listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Of course, such performances as reaching a World Cup semi-final are only possible because of the work done in attracting and developing players by clubs all round Wales. Last week, we reflected on the contribution of Whiteheads in Newport in the development of Aaron Wainwright, but he's not the only regional player to have come through their ranks. Fellow Dragons back rower and Wales Sevens player James Benjamin spoke to Liz Jones. James, how important was Whiteheads in your development as a player? It was massive for me because it was the first ever club I ever joined, first time I picked up a rugby ball um, and basically the place where I fell in love with the game. And obviously you've seen Aaron coming through, Whiteheads also, but at a later stage than you on your youth level and then coming through for the Dragons and obviously you know, a very quick progression there to the Wales team. How much does that say about clubs like this as well? Oh, it's massive and it's got a huge part in the game. I think I was one of the first ever junior sides to come through about 12 years ago and now there's hundreds and hundreds of kids here every weekday night and it's built the club up so much more. The senior team are doing better and better. It's quite a small club in a small area of Newport, but um, it's thriving. What do you make of Aaron's career so far and how well he's done in Japan? It's been incredible, really. Um, I remember when he sort of burst onto the scene with the Dragons and through the Dragons Academy about two years ago. And how much he's improved in that short space of time is incredible. I haven't seen quite anything like it, really. Um, obviously, he's, his attributes physically are there and we've always been there. And that's perfect for international rugby. And he's just honed his skills and with determination and hard work, he's got where he is now. With Ross Moriarty as well in terms of the Dragons. And it's important for the region as well. Yeah, it's massive. You know, a homegrown player from the region who only sort of came into rugby from 18 years of age to be doing so well. It's only going to strengthen the region. We are quite lucky at Dragons. We've always said and always have had a good back row, and, and he's just he's proven that point. We've talked about youth rugby and how important that is, not only for like, late comers to the game, but to sustain community clubs like Whiteheads too. The youth teams stay together. They go on to, as they have here, to be the backbone of a senior team. Yeah, definitely. You know, it does get hard sometimes when the boys go off to uni and stuff. But I remember my age group; there were boys coming back all the way from London to play on the weekends just because they they love the club. They, you know, they got a bond with the players in the club. Um, and now you're seeing it in the, in the senior team. There's boys who've come back and work in life, and they're playing week in week out. What about yourself? Back to fitness? I had a neck injury back end of last year, which kept me out for a while. Um, and then I had a little, just a finger injury and a little operation in, in pre-season. But I'm back fit now, so I'm back fully training and um, just looking to get an opportunity to play. Finally, Wales women kick off their autumn series away in Spain this Sunday. 14 potential new caps in the squad, so plenty of opportunities in the coming weeks. Liz Jones spoke to one of those uncapped players, Wales Sevens player Kaylee Powell. Congratulations, Kaylee. Called up to the Wales squad. I'm so pleased to be involved in the Welsh squad, um, going into the Autumn International. It's just great to get back into the team and training with the girls. So obviously you've been out through injury, but you've worked incredibly hard to get back to this position. Yeah, definitely. It's been a, it's been a long process, but it's definitely worth it in the end. Hopefully going to get my first cap now in the Autumns. That's my goal anyway. 
And you've been involved in Wales Sevens squads before, but not the senior squad. How much of a step up do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be a massive difference between playing on the Sevens in the Commonwealth Games and I think it's going to be a massive difference playing in the 15s environment now. It's a completely different game, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. What's expected of you as international environment? There's a lot expected of players these days in terms of not just what you're going to put in, skills, conditioning, etc., but everything else that's asked of you. Yeah, Matt, we're pushed to the ends of the earth really to do all our conditioning, do all our weights, making sure we keep it on top of everything nutrition-wise as well. And I think it's the best thing really for us and that's where Wales want to go into that kind of professional environment and I think that's what all the girls are striving to become really. And obviously it's a big vote of confidence the coaches have put in you having come back from injury. How are you going to kind of repay that confidence if you like? How determined are you to repay that? Yeah definitely I'm, I'm so determined to get my first calf through the autumns. I've missed out a few times now and I feel like I'm ready and going to do everything I can to get my first cap for Wales. And there's quite a few uncapped players in the squad, 14. How much learning do you get from the more experienced players in the squad? Yeah, loads. You take loads from them. The, the way they lead the group and how they portray themselves is fantastic and it pushes you to be a better player and following their footsteps. And you've also been developing as a referee recently. How has that been going? It's great being a referee and doing all my um, referee qualifications to try and go as far as I can as a referee, maybe after I finished playing and it's good to get it in now while I can and I've enjoyed it. It's been a great experience and it's good to learn to see through a referee's eyes and then as a player as well and so it gives you that little bit more knowledge than normal. And you're a hub officer too. How's that been going and you know you obviously grow in the game? I'm a hub officer in Klangatu Community School in Neath. I've been appointed to basically develop uh, children within the primary schools and also in the school and in their local clubs and try and feed them into the, the hubs as well. I'm really looking forward to how the role can grow and develop and also help the game then and hopefully produce some internationals in the future. Yeah, obviously the, the kids are all being inspired at the moment by Rugby World Cup in Japan, but you know they've got some role models and hopefully you can inspire them as well throughout the autumn with games in Wales as well. Yeah, definitely. It's great having the World Cup going on as well at this time. So we're doing lots of festivals to try and get them engaged and hopefully get the girls interested in the autumns and hopefully they'll watch a bit more rugby and get women's rugby more exposed for the Six Nations and hopefully get a few supporters as well. So that's it for this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. A chance to reflect on the third, fourth playoff against New Zealand, as well as the whole World Cup experience next week, and also starting to look forward to you. But until then, goodbye.